What's up, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Latifa, and you are now tuned in to Heavyweight The Way In. Thanks so much for rocking with me. Let's get into it. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to Heavyweight The Way In podcast. I am your host, Latifa, and I would like to formally welcome you all to season two of Heavyweight The Way In. Honestly, time has been flying by like no other, so it doesn't even feel like I've been gone that long. However, when the Lord calls, I obey and I answer, and he said it's time to come back. So, (laughs) let's get into this topic. Today, I want to discuss how to become rock solid. And I know you're thinking, what do you mean by that? Well, allow me to break it down. First... Let's define what rock solid is. According to the dictionary, rock solid means unlikely to change, fail, or collapse. So I gathered that in order to be unlikely to change, fail, or collapse, we must first abide in Christ Jesus and let God transform us by the renewing of our minds. John 15, 4 says, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. So neither can you unless you abide in me. Let's go a little further. Are you all ready to weigh in? I know I am. So let's weigh in. Let's have a little bit of casual conversation. I would like to pose the question of, Who is God to you? And um, since I'm not live, I can't wait for your responses. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you who God is to me. God is my provider, Jehovah Jireh, my keeper, my best friend, lover of my soul, way maker, problem solver, my peace during a storm, my confidant, my comforter, my strength my rock, and so much more. God is my everything, and I am not ashamed to say it. Jesus is the stone that the builders rejected, who has now become the cornerstone, Mark twelve ten. I'm sure we are all familiar with what a cornerstone is, and if we're not, in every stone building, one stone is crucial, It is laid first, and it is to ensure that the building is square and stable. It is the rock upon which the weight of the entire structure rests. It is the cornerstone. It is Jesus. When I think about being rock solid, the first person that comes to mind is the oh-so-famous Simon, the disciple, who Jesus names Cephas which translates to Peter. And the meaning of that name is stone or rock. Peter became a rider for Jesus. And I say became because he didn't start off that way. (laughs) Peter was quite arrogant. And um, his brother Andrew had to be the one to, you know, try and convince him that the Messiah is here to save us. But Peter still didn't believe. (laughs) Either way, 
Peter grew into who God had predestined him to be. Second Peter 3.18 says, Rather, you must grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. All glory to him, both now and forever. Peter had to choose to become rock solid by fully committing to following Jesus, developing relationship and covenant with Jesus, abiding in him and submitting to transformation. See, it wasn't that Peter was the cornerstone or rock, but rather his strong faith in Jesus and his abiding in Jesus is why Jesus considered him to be the stone or rock. And ultimately, what Peter did to become rock solid is what the word tells us all to do in Romans 12, 1 through 2. I'll read it. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I recently read a blog about how to write a rock solid essay. And it reminded me a lot of how we become rock solid. I'm going to read a little bit of the blog post so you can see why I say this. Almost every single essay that has ever been written follows the same basic structure. Introduction, body paragraphs, and conclusion. This structure has stood the test of time for one simple reason. It works. It clearly presents the writer's position, supports that position with relevant examples, and neatly ties their supporting arguments together in a way that makes their position evident. The introduction says, this is also where you state your thesis. Your thesis is the most important part of the essay because it's the point you're making. Body paragraphs. Your essay's body paragraphs are where you support your thesis statement with facts and evidence. Each body paragraph should focus on one supporting argument for your thesis by discussing related data, content, or events. If you're not sure whether you should include a specific point or detail in your body paragraphs, refer to the thesis statement. If the detail supports your thesis, it should be in the essay. If it doesn't, leave it out. Your thesis statement is the core of your basic essay structure, so everything else in the essay needs to relate to it in some way. The conclusion. You summarize the points you made because your reader is now familiar with your thesis. The summary in your conclusion paragraph can be more direct and conclusive than the one in your intro paragraph. Hmm. So, 
what led me to even looking up the structure of an essay and reading this blog is when I was acknowledging who God was or who God is. Apologies. I was saying, Lord, you are Alpha and Omega. You are the beginning and the end. You are the beginning, the middle, and the end. And then I said, okay, that's similar to an essay. And immediately I start searching the structure of an essay. And so God gave it to me like this, the introduction. God is the thesis and should be the most important part of our lives. Body paragraphs, your essays, body paragraphs are where you support your thesis statement with facts and evidence. Really? Okay. So we make up the body of Christ. Therefore, we should be the support because we are living and walking evidence that God is real. The trees outside, the plants, the animals, we're all living evidence that God is real. We should be supporting our thesis by abiding in God, by surrendering our ways to follow and walk more in his ways. And by doing the most important thing, and that is developing relationship and covenant with God. God is no respective persons. He does not care about your past. He does not care about your current walk in life. He does not care what you do, what you did. He wants relationship and covenant with you. Everything else, as far as your transformation, will come after. And if we're not sure about our journey in life, about what it is that we should be doing, which I mean, it's most of us. God only tells us in part. He doesn't give us the entire plan. We should refer to the thesis, to God. We may not know all the details of our journey, but the relationship that we develop with God will help us to be more sensitive to his voice and abide in him and align our thought process and decision-making to his word so that when we are going through the transformation process and are enduring things, we don't quite understand. We can lean on his word. When we're talking to God, Lord, I don't understand I don't understand why I'm going through this. Trust in me and lean not on your own understanding, God says. Lord, I don't understand. What is this plan? The, the plan that you have for my life? God says, for I know, me, God, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future so it's not he knows it's just our job to abide in him and trust him trust that he's doing everything that he says he's going to do because his word does not return unto him void but lord you know these bills i i don't know how am i going to pay them how, how am I going to get the money for it? And I will supply all of your needs according to the glorious riches in Christ Jesus. 
God will supply all of your needs. He says that. So when you see a bill that you can't pay, oh, no, no, that's taken care of. God will supply all of my needs, all of my needs, shelter, food, everything that I need. I may not have what I want. My bank account may not look how I want it to right now. Or I may even be in the negative. It may not look how I want it to right now. But he will supply all of my needs. God is going to take care of me. But Lord, you know, in this, in this transformation process, in this process in general, it's like when I chose to give up everything and abide in you and, and do all of this, you know, I lost some things. I had to give up some things and I lost some people even. I lost some friends and some people betrayed me. I want revenge. <laughs> and the Lord says, for our fight is not against flesh and blood enemies, but it is against evil spirits and authorities in the unseen world. So the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So God is saying, that's not them, though. That's not them that betrayed you, that did that to you. And to be quite frank, it's all a part of your process. It's all a part of it. It had to, it had to happen in order for this, this plan that I have for you to work. So just let it be. Sit back and relax because guess what? And we know that all things work together. All things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. So, if you're in your purpose, if you're following this transformation process, <laughs> and doing what God tells you to do, don't worry, all things are going to work out for your good. All of them. The good, the bad, the ugly. All of them. So, the conclusion says you summarize the points you made because your reader is now familiar with your thesis. The summary in your conclusion paragraph can be more direct and conclusive than the one in your intro paragraph. Okay. So that basically tells me that once we're familiar with the way God is moving, and God is not logical. He doesn't do things the way we think he's going to do things. His ways are not our ways. However, once we become familiar with him, the flow of our individual journey and relationship with him, because this is an individual thing, <laughs> individual process. But once we're familiar with that, once we're familiar with him, once we have abided in him, roll the waves, Allow God to do what he, he's going to do. Allow him to transform us by the renewing of our minds. Then God says, I deem you rock solid. Now, what I'm getting ready to do is going to happen suddenly. Because guess what? You're familiar with everything. I didn't introduce this to you. I didn't introduce myself or whatever, you know, this process. This is how things are about to go. Just hold on tight <laughs> and get ready for takeoff. And once you reach the end, because now you're rock solid, your promise, 
your breakthrough, healing, whatever it is, peace, whatever it is that you're believing God for is going to happen suddenly because I now deem you as rock solid. And you will feel it. You will know. And um, becoming rock solid happens. Now we know it happens by abiding in the rock, trusting in the rock, having faith in the rock, because Jesus is the rock upon which the weight of the entire structure, the entire body of Christ rests. He is the cornerstone. Becoming rock solid isn't just for you either. It's so that more souls can come into the kingdom as well by you leading by example. So the next time you go through something, it doesn't matter how bad, you will be unlikely to change because you will be unshakable. Or the next time someone does something or says something to you that typically would cause you to react, you will be so rock solid that it doesn't even move you. So in turn, you make other people want to know, how do I become like that? Because I knew that person a month ago, or I knew that person two months ago, or even a year ago. I knew them, and had I said that to them back then, it probably would have been a fight, an argument, something would have occurred. <laughs> in the negative realm but I want to get like that I want to get to the point where I'm not even moved I don't care you know say what you're gonna say I'm gonna just take it to the altar take it to the altar because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal I'm gonna just pray about it and keep it pushing keep it moving because I'm focused I'm on a mission I'm on a mission so it's not all about us Honestly, it's really not about us at all. It's about God. It's about getting people on the path of righteousness, bringing more souls to the kingdom. But either way, that is how you become rock solid. And to be quite frank, I don't deem it to be easy at all. I don't think anyone would deem a transformation process, just growth in general, to be easy. It's not. You know, it's going to hurt. You're going to cry. You're going to wish like, oh, my God, I don't know, Lord, should I turn around? I don't know. I don't know. But once you get through it, it'll all be worth it. And like I said in my episode, Elevated, sometimes it's like a, a roller coaster. You can either keep your eyes open or you can close them. Me, personally, I close my eyes. <laughs> I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to hold on tight and just trust, Lord, that you know what you're doing. Because I don't want to see this, okay? <laughs> I don't want to see this. <laughs> I know I'm going to feel it. I'm going to feel the bumps. I'm going to do that. I can't avoid that. But I don't want to see this, you know? I just want to get through this. And telling God that, you know, I'm a little afraid. I'm a little afraid. It's okay. Because I tell God that, you know, all the time. And honestly, I have a little bio in my Instagram. And 
it's been there since I started my Instagram account. And it says, courage is not the absence of fear, but it is action in the presence of fear. Bold people do what they should do, not what they feel like doing. So I kind of like live by that. It's not that I'm not scared. It's not that I've never been fearful, but it's just that I prayed for courage and God gave that to me. So I'm going to exercise that. I'm going to have faith, faith that he is going to take care of me, that he is going to get me through whatever he's taking me through. He is going to bring me out of it. So to conclude, that is how you become rock solid. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was a little different than most, but I enjoyed it. So I hope that you all enjoyed it. And um, as always, stay blessed, stay safe, and continue to be in prayer, not only for yourself and your family, but for the world, because we are going through some trying and difficult times right now. All right. Y'all have a good one.